Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, dentalbrief.com. On to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief, um, fastest dental podcast on the internet. I'm so terrifically excited uh, to have our guest today, Dr. Glasper. Um, thrilled to have you here. Say hello. Hello. Good morning. How Good are morning. You? <laughs> Great. Hey, Dr. Glasper, I want you to jump right in. Tell us how you got into helping dentists outside of your uh, private practice. Well, um, I realized that I had some uh, unique things going for me in my practice. One, um, I, I had in my practice, I have very low volume. So I think most individuals, most dentists get about 15, 20, 40 new patients a month. It was a time I was getting between eight to 12, maybe now even my highest is 18, but my production and collection was extremely high. So uh, above industry norms. So for a single practitioner, I'm collecting in, in the millions at the annually. Wow. And so, with very, very low volume. So the question uh, for me was obvious why that was happening. But when I would share it with my colleagues or I would mention it or post it or um, I would have consultants come in, they just couldn't believe what very low volume, uh, very low active patients I have and the success, how successful my practice is. So the question was, how is that possible? Yeah. And I, I you're going to have to tell us that. So I'll, we both know that a lot of practices struggle. A lot of dentists struggle with case acceptance. Yes. Um, and it's, you know, I, I, I know dentists that are very close and you'll see very different numbers and very different um, and I mean, personally close and, uh, you know, our friends um, and their practices are in similar locations or even basically the same market, same location. And their numbers are very different. Um, how does a practice know what they're if they're suffering as far as case acceptance is concerned or if they have a problem in that area? Low productivity. So on each patient, um, what I do is look at the needs of the patient. And I believe that every single patient should be treated from the perspective of health function and aesthetics. So we're looking at oral and systemic health and we're looking at how functional the system is and, and uh, the fact that occlusion matters, but this system is also built for digestion, speech, all of that, right? And then we look at aesthetics. And I think what happens, we look at the psychological effects of poor aesthetics and low self-esteem. So we're looking at all these things, but when we have insurances that are dictating how many patients we see in a day, how much we can, uh, according to our own minds, how much we can do on each and every patient, uh, when we have so many patients that are in the office at one time and we're bouncing from room to room to room, how many doctors do you think can uh, treat every patient with a consideration of health function and aesthetics, complete dentistry, uh, 
comprehensive dentistry. And I'm one of the speakers that's redefining what that really looks like. So uh, a, lot of, a, a lot of treatment is being missed. It's that simple. Patients are not being comprehensively diagnosed or treated. The, what you're saying, I think, is going to speak to a lot of people. And I, and I know this because I talk to a lot of startup practices and young practices or practices that are struggling. I'm sure you do, too. Yes. And that it's all, the, the magic number is 50 patients, right? That's the number that everyone always mentions. How many new patients? 50. It's always 50, 50. I've never, it's so seldom that someone says 45 or 55 or 35. It's always 50. It's like, this has been ingrained in people for some reason that this is the number to hit where you, it sounds to me like you're seeing practices and you're a practice yourself that are much less than 50 new patients, but they're grossing much more than the practices that have, are hitting that 50 new patient. Is that accurate? So we're, we're just, we're coming back from our stay home, right? So we're still rebuilding and trying to get back to where we were. Sure. But we're at around the 15th of the month, and I have done over 80,000 in collections. Wow. That's amazing. That's congratulations. Thank you. Starters. That's Thank fantastic. You. But here's the key. Here's the yeah. key, Patrick. I've only had nine new patients this month. Wow. That's fantastic. That's great. I mean, it's, it's in today's day and age, usually if, if somebody, uh, when somebody says I've only had nine new patients, I go, Oh, geez, how are you going to keep the lights on? <laughs> um, so congratulations. I mean, right, thank you. Harvard school of business uh, says that you should offer the highest possible, the best possible practice uh, product, the highest level of service at the highest price point that you can charge. You agree with that? I believe you should charge what you're worth. <laughs> great. And I'm worth a great deal. Yeah, that's excellent. So, my time my time, and dentist time worth so, a great deal. So you have to make a big shift, right? A practice that you start working with, it has to be a shift, right? There has to be, first of all, trust, right? In order to believe what they're hearing and actually want to install it. But then I think emotionally, it has to be a shift that happens where you go from saying, hey, Patient, the number of patients isn't as, as important as the level of care and the cost, right? Or the price that I'm charging. How do you, what's and the, the diagnosis? Of, yeah, diagnosis, exactly. How, what is a step that a dentist can take? What can they do to start to get themselves prepared to make that shift to practice with less patients, but more profits? It's a mindset shift. We need to stop looking at ourselves as being just dentists. We are not just dentists. We are physicians of the oral cavity. We are medical. Uh, we're a, a critical part of our patient's medical team. When you start looking at dentistry in this way, then you're not just focusing on one tooth dentistry. You're looking at the bigger picture. And dentists need to step into that. I think that's the, that's the critical part. So many dentists are just looking at themselves as I'm just a dentist. I'm a tooth doctor. I'm a mechanic, a tooth mechanic. And that is death to a dental office. That's death to patient retention, patient satisfaction. Um, the dentist will become um, burnt out, cynical, and, uh, and, and team motivation, high turnover. 
So if, if, if you love what you do, if you understand the importance of what you do, that's going to, that shift alone, that mindset shift alone. And I have a mindset coach as part of my team because that's one of the biggest things. If you don't see what you're doing as being important, if you're doing drill and field dentistry and you think that's sufficient because of the insurances you take, because you don't have time to really spend with patients, you're not going to get anywhere. It's great, great information, great advice. I agree with you very much. And I'm sure uh, a lot of practices want to get to um, that place and it's possible. So let's talk about how, how would a practice go ahead and vet someone? How do they find someone to help them or what resources, books, materials are out there um, besides your website, I'm going to tell people right now, if they haven't been to Dr. Glasper's website, they need to go there. It's drglasper.com. Highly recommend it. There's some good information on there. There's some excellent information on there. There's a blog on there. And obviously you can get in contact with Dr. Glasper. But outside of you helping people with these, how, how would someone go ahead and, and vet someone? What questions should they ask and how should they find someone to help them? Well, you look at the philosophy, you look at the, um, there is a, a whole new uh, group of AOSH. AOSH is a wonderful group of, uh, or organization to align yourself with. It's a, um, uh, a new area in dentistry and it's unfortunate it's considered new where we're focused on the oral and systemic connection. That's really important for dentists nowadays to be able to communicate with patients about what's going on systemically, especially because of COVID, right? So that's sure. one thing. Align yourself with the right individuals. AOSH is excellent. Comprehensive dentistry is something that's been around with the Dawson's and the Nash and the Hornbrooks and the LVIs and the Pankies. So practicing at a, a, a different level than just limited care. So you, that's a, it's a wonderful book that Dr. Dawson has put out there many, many years ago. He's the father of occlusion. So um, reading about occlusion and the basics and why it's critically important to understand that level of dentistry um, is, is very important. What's another thing? Um, there is coaching like mindset coaching that's going on in dentistry nowadays. You have to, uh, a lot of people go on their own perception, their own ideas, and that's just not good enough. Those of us who are practicing at a certain level continue to pour into, um, into ourselves, new ideas, new thoughts. And, and we know that we can't do it alone. So um, my mindset coach, Lane Cobb, is a phenomenal uh, person who helps you deal with uh, limited mindsets and believing that you're confined by insurances and that patients really don't want your level of care. So it's so many resources that are available. So we're going to do this. We're going to, um, I'm going to put a link to your website um, on our page uh, for our users. It's Dr. Glasper. That's Dr. D-R-G-L-A-S-P-R.com. And then doc, Dr. Um, uh, Dawson's book. Um, I'm going to put a link to that as well. I'm sure you can help me find that. Um, 
This has been terrific information in a short period of time. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. We want to have you back real soon. I think our audience will love uh, what you're putting out. Thank, um, you. I thank you for doing that. I think you can make a big difference uh, in the industry and, and even more importantly, make a, a huge difference in patients' lives. So thank you very much, uh, Dr. Glasper, for being on. Thank you. Yeah, we I appreciate enjoy it. it. 10 minutes is nice. Yeah, it's fast. Huh? So yes. um, it's, again, one more time, the website's drglasper.com. Dr. Glasper, thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Did you know you can weigh in on today's topic on Facebook? Search The Dental Brief on Facebook or visit our website, dentalbrief.com, and just follow the link. We look forward to having you join us again on another episode of The Dental Brief.